Um, anyway, welcome. Welcome to our uh, morning worship. Welcome to our harvest service. Welcome to those who are joining online. You're very welcome. Uh, thank you for the gifts that are coming here, uh, arriving for the uh, harvest service. Uh, these will go to the food bank in town and uh, be distributed there. So um, uh, we'll be praying for those a bit later on. Um, been a, large, a rather last bit change to who's preaching, as you may have gathered over the emails um, in the last part of the week. Um, it's actually going to be Ursula preaching this morning, not me. So thank you, Ursula, for stepping in at very short notice. Uh, bless you for that. Uh, just a couple of other notices. I know two others, uh, two other notices as well. Um, next Sunday, Helen Vipers is coming. Uh, Helen is the director of Hope for Children in Latvia. Uh, she was last here in 2019. I look back in my records. And uh, so she will be here next week to speak at both services, both the 9 o'clock and the All Age at 10.45. So please do come and hear uh, from Helen and what she wants to share with us about the work there that she's involved with. And uh, it'll be lovely to to welcome her back. Don't don't miss it. Uh, Please note the letter. There's a letter from Keith that's come out um, in the week as well, appealing for help to buy microphones, etc., um, so if you've not had a copy of that letter, it's available on the table as you go out of the door at the, ch- at the back of church or the front of church. Um, the, the sort code was not put on the letter, Keith noticed this morning. So if you want to note it now, you can do. I'm going to read it out. Uh, but we'll send the letter out again with the sort code. So the sort code for the church bank account is 40, 41, 30. Okay, 40, 4130. Uh, we'll get the letter sent out again with that sort code on, but um, uh, please do be praying, praying into that and uh, seeking the Lord as to what you may feel is the right amount to give. Thank you. Uh, a note to PCC. Uh, PCC were emailed in the week as well. Uh, we need to meet very briefly PCC after the service um, as an extraordinary meeting. Um, so we'll meet, as I say, after the service if you are here. I was going to say thank Oh, John is over there. Thank you, John, for leading our music today and Naomi singing as well, which is wonderful. Uh, the group for children who are here today is being run by Ian Harriet, and there's also a group for uh, a secondary school children, if there are uh, uh, secondary school children here, uh, being run by Ellie and by Debbie. So they will be going out a little bit later on in the service. Cheryl has a notice and Debbie has a notice. Thank you. Good morning. Um, The memorial service is coming up again this year on the 29th of October at four o'clock. And as we usually do, we would love to be able to serve people tea and coffee and cakes. So that's where you come in. Um, I was wondering if anybody would feel able to do some tray bakes or some easy to eat cake without a fork sort of cake. Um, and cut it up into, into 12 squares and uh, bring it on the Sunday when you come to church, basically, and you can leave it in the kitchen. If you're able to provide anything, please could you let me know so I know how many we've got coming. That would be lovely. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry, I've just remembered of one other thing. On the, um, on the day as well, we are on the lookout for people to help to serve the tea and coffee. Uh, we've got people in the kitchen, but we need people serving the coffee and the cake 
uh, you know, in the foyer. So if anybody feels they could help with that as well, that would be, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Okay, good morning. Hello. Um, just to let you all know that Sue Hineson um, and I uh, have been in conversation between ourselves and also with a couple of mums with babies and very small children about the possibility of creating a creche space. Now, the very good news is that Sue, as well as doing a huge amount of tidying in a couple of rooms off the hall, Thank you so much, Sue, wherever you are. And James is doing tidying as well, which is much, much needed. Um, she's also amazingly found time to um, move some toys and to set up a safe um, creche space in the prayer room. So for those of you that don't know, it's just through the door at the back um, on the right. As I'm looking at it, there's a room off to the side there. So... Um, Whilst we're really, really happy for um, any families with um, babies and sort of up to threes to stay in church, if that's what you'd like to do, we just want you to know that there is that space available if you'd like to use it. Now, ideally, something that we're praying into is that we'd like um, there to be a few people from the church family who um, would be available to stay out with any of that age to facilitate parents coming back into church if that's what they'd like to do. So if um, you think that's something that you might be able to offer, even only on a very occasional basis, please do speak to me or to Sue about that. Obviously, we're very privileged to have um, some families as part of our church family here. We're really hoping and praying that the number coming will grow, especially with things that we're doing in sunbeams, etc., so it's really important um, that we pray about this and that we support it. So if you, can, if you do think you might be able to help, please do let us know. Thank you very much. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Cheryl. So there's going to be some opening words on the screen that uh, you are invited to join in with, the words in bold. And uh, these are, uh, as we begin our time of worship here in church this morning. So uh, do join in the words in bold time. The time for the harvest is close at hand. What have you done with the gifts God has given you? Praise God for the gifts and for opportunities for service that they represent. Generous God, accept our gifts and our lives this day. Loving God, accept our praise and gratitude. Amen. So we'd like to stand and sing. If you have got harvest gifts, if you haven't quite made it to the front, you're welcome to bring them during the sun worship. And, uh, but let's stand and sing these opening songs. Thank you, John.
is playing this music we're going to come before God and say sorry to him and confess to him that we haven't got it right all the time and we need his help to live his way so there'll be some words on the screen that you can join in with at the end of each section
And so, Lord God, as we celebrate your goodness, so we confront our own sin, our greed and insensitivity, our failure to appreciate what we have and the opportunities you have given to us, our readiness to complain, our unwillingness to praise. Father, forgive and renew us. Food taken for granted, work unappreciated and poorly rewarded, self-centered blindness to others' needs, deliberate deafness to the cries of the hungry, coldness of heart to those deprived of affection. Father, forgive and renew us. A landscape threatened and an economy at risk, a countryside disheartened, its communities uncertain and confused, its isolation and exclusion ignored. Father, forgive and renew us. And so, Lord, thank you that because of you our sins are forgiven. Thank you that because of you our blindness and deafness and corners of heart is healed. May your renewing spirit rest upon us and fill our nation and our world with your love and hope. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And so we carry on singing this song. Jesus, we enthrone you as we thank you, Lord, that our sins are taken away. Praise you, God. Jesus, we And so um, the children and young people are going to be going out now to their group, to their groups. And uh, so let's pray for them. Let's pray for their leaders now as they 
as they go out. So Lord, we thank you for all the children and young people here today. We bless them, Lord. Lord, we know that each is special to you. And Lord, we lift their leaders, Ian and Harriet, and uh, Ellie and Debbie, as they lead. And may you, Lord, be touching their hearts, touching their lives, to equip them to live for you in this world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so off they go, and um, I'll come back later on and share with us what they've been doing. Uh, Cheryl is going to bring us our Bible reading. Thank you, Cheryl. The reading is taken from John chapter 6 verses 5 to 13 and verse 35. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. <clears throat> but how, how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. And verse 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray for Ursula, shall we? Father, thank you for Ursula. Thank you for her ministry amongst us here. Bless the Lord as she speaks to us now, and may we hear your voice speaking through her. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. So, harvest. I'm just looking at Aidan to see if he's... Am I speaking clearly enough, Aidan? Yeah. Harvest. I wonder what imagery that word summons up for you. We live in a rural county, don't we? And even the most urban of us cannot help but notice the changing landscape of fields that surround our village and our homes. Some churches still have harvest suppers. Most churches and schools recognise harvest time. 
the gathering in of the crops, of celebrating the bounty of food, the recognition of a change of season, and even in today's muddled climate, we notice the darkening evenings, the colder days, and the diminishing brightness of the sun. And yet, at the same time, we remember those for whom there is no harvest, where crops fail, where the cost of living means they can, longer, can no longer afford a trip to the supermarket and instead rely on food banks and the generosity of others. And as we each try to help in our own small way, we realise that it's leaders and politicians, both home and abroad, who need to turn their ambitions and societies around. They need to face Godward. They need to understand that each of us is entitled to a more equal share. But before you worry that this is going to be a political talk, I want to point out one word in our reading. In some versions, we read in verse 12, enough or sufficient. That day, the 5,000 men and women and children had enough. Enough food to satisfy their hunger. But they stopped short. They had enough to satisfy them physically, but what about spiritually? Did they understand the depth and meaning of the miracle? We go on to read in verse 35, Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Blaise Pascal said, there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man which cannot be filled by any created thing, but only by God, the Creator, made known through Jesus. Now, I wouldn't dare to suggest to someone who is starving or living in food poverty or who has to make the choice whether to eat themselves or save the food for their children that as Christians we should behave like modern-day Marie Antoinette's and suggest that we let them starve while we indulge in some misguided attempt at evangelism. No. We are called to feed the hungry and give help to those in trouble. Because that is what Jesus did. As Gandhi said, to those without food, bread is the only form in which God dares to appear. And although there have been times when I've had to budget very carefully or go without, I cannot claim to have experienced the poverty that, to our shame, we see around us. Yes, even in Shrewsbury. So I pondered these verses, and I wondered, what does the feeding of the 5,000 mean to me? What does the bread of life mean for me? And if, like the Samaritan woman at the well, I truly drank of living water, what could that then mean for those around me? Spiritually, there is only one bread that we really need. Spiritually, we need Jesus, the bread of life.
He will fill the emptiness that Pascal described. We need to feed on him, depend on him. And if we accept the bread Jesus offers, then we won't go spiritually hungry. And the good news is that the bread that Jesus offers isn't seasonal. The bakery of heaven never closes. But what are we harvesting to fill the God-shaped hole in our lives? The good, wholesome bread of the Holy Spirit? Or is it stale, mouldy, or even non-existent? Or are we scavenging from fields which we should never walk through? In our morning services, we're looking at the Ten Commandments, and they're a good guide to which fields we need to avoid. Yes, some of them will have five guard gates blocking their way. I can't imagine any of us would deliberately go out and murder. But others, as we've been learning, are more subtle. The temptations are more subtle. Don't be tempted to stray into those fields, the commandments warn us. Instead, be filled with the bread of life so we can discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in our conscience. Hear the Holy Spirit say, this is the way, walk you in it. And there's more. Allow the Holy Spirit to show us where there are needs that we can meet out of the fullness of what God gives us. And conversely, give us the grace to say to those around, I have a need. Remember the words of the offering prayer to our Heavenly Father. All we have comes from you, and of your own do we give you. In this season of change, there is much to be thankful for, for food, for housing, for education for our children, for freedom to worship, or to name just a few. And for change within. Let Jesus guide you. He is the real spiritual bread. Feed on him. If you want the real harvest, then let Jesus be the bread for your life. We read that the Samaritan woman was so filled with living water that she went back to her town and told the men she had that she had and told of the man she had met at the well. He knew all about me, she tells them. Jesus saw into her heart, into the core of her being, and whatever he found there, whatever he saw, whatever things that she would have rather kept hidden, he could see. And he loved her unconditionally. Jesus was enough. He was enough for her, and he's enough for us here today. Isaiah 55, verses 1 and 2 say, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy, eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest of fare. 
Finally, let's remind ourselves how we feast on the bread of life, drink of the water that satisfies our thirst, that is enough. It's through prayer, through fellowship with believers, through reading the Bible and allowing these things to challenge us, to search us, to speak through our conscience so that we turn away from sin, to allow the welcome changes of the Holy Spirit to birth within us so that we can say, yes, yes, Lord, I believe and I want to follow you either for the first time or even more deeply. Revelation 22:17 echoes Isaiah in the invitation to each one of us. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come, and let the one who wishes to take the free gift of water of life come. And so in closing, let's revisit John chapter 6, one of the longest chapters in the Bible. And right at the end, when followers were turning away, people who'd fed physically on the bread and the fishes, and were no longer following, Jesus asks his disciples if they too will desert him. Simon Peter answers for all of them. And I hope he answered for us too when he says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Amen. And so as we uh, consider what else has been saying to us through God's word and uh, speaking of Jesus as the bread of life, we're going to sing a song which is called I am the bread of life. Uh, so John will lead us in that and uh, feel welcome to stay seated or to stand to sing uh, as we worship Jesus, the bread of life.
hallelujah. Do sit as we pray. <clears throat> and in our prayers today, when I say Lord of the harvest, please would you respond, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. And so let's pray. Generous God, at this harvest time we thank you for all the good things that you pour upon us each day. As we thank you for our food, remember those who do not have enough for even one meal each day. Lord, be with those who suffer because of the greed of others. We lift you, Lord, the homeless and those who depend on the goodness and generosity of others. We pray for the work of food banks and for food hubs, providing food for those in need. Help us, Lord, to share the harvest of the world more fairly so everyone can be fed and there will be no more starvation. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. At this harvest time, we thank you, Lord, for the hard work of all those who grow, protect and prepare our food. For shopkeepers, transport delivery drivers, the processors and the farmers, Bless all those, Lord, who do not earn a fair day's pay for their hard work, both at home and in other countries. Lead us, Lord, to want to buy local produce and fairly traded goods whenever we can, so that everyone can work with dignity and there will be no more poverty. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. At this harvest time, we thank you, Lord, for the world we see around us, for the flowers, the trees and the animals. Bless those who care for them. Help us to protect your creation by being careful about how we use the resources you've given to us so that there will be clean water, clean air and plenty of wild birds, mammals and insects to maintain the ecological balance of our countryside. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. We give you thanks, Lord, for all that is good in your creation and all who bring in the harvest of the sea and of the land. We are conscious of the many ways we spoil your creation. And so, Lord, we give you thanks for your grace and your patience with us when we fail to look after your world as you have called us to. Help us to change so that we become a new creation, walking in the light of your gospel. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. At this harvest time, we ask for your blessing <coughs> excuse me, on our families and friends and neighbours, and on those who are ill or sick or in need in some other way. And in a moment of quiet, I invite you to lift to the Lord those you know who need our prayers. We pray for those whose lives have been gathered into your presence, whose work on this earth is done. Help us, Lord, to recognise the interdependence of all life and the importance of just relations and community, and help us to become good stewards of all that you continue to give to us. Lord of the harvest, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, 
accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so as my voice continues to go, we're going to share the peace. The harvest of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness and self-control. And so the peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's offer one another a sign of God's peace. I think our pianist has got lost in the melee, but we're going to sing um, our, <laughs> our next song uh, as the offertory is brought up at the end of the song. In the darkness we were waiting. In the darkness we were waiting without hope without light till from heaven you came running there was mercy in your eyes to fulfill the Lord and prophets to a virgin came the word from a throne of endless glory to a stable in the dark praise the despise the cross 
For even in your suffering you saw to the other side. Knowing this was our salvation, Jesus, for your to be using Eucharistic prayer A for our communion this morning. Do forgive my voice, I'm hoping it will hold up.
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed our right, our duty, and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise, Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. For he is your living word. Through him you have created all things from the beginning and formed us in your own image. Through him you have freed us from the slavery of sin, giving him to be born of a woman and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him you have set upon us your holy and life-giving spirit and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, and as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who in the same night that he has betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to him and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, remember his offering of himself, made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of your kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Christ is alive. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. And so we join in to pray the prayer that Jesus himself taught us to pray, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you. And feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table. But you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his blood, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. anybody who's visiting or new here today, let me just explain the way we have been sharing communion here for quite a long time. We take the bread from the centre table here, and the bread is cut into little pieces, and we then go to either side where the wine is presented to you in a little glass. We then take the bread and the wine back to our seats, and then we wait until everybody has received, and then I'll come back up here and I'll say the words... Uh, and then we all consume the bread and the wine together. There is non-alcoholic wine on that table being served on that side of the church as well. Uh, do come forward, even if you don't want to receive, uh, please do come forward and I will pray a prayer blessing over you. Thank you. And the stewards will guide you forward.
body of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. The blood of Christ keep you in eternal life. And let's pray for those who are unable to be with us here in the church this morning. Father, we lift to you those we know who are not able for many different reasons to, to not be here in this building with us this morning. Lord, we pray that you would be with them in whatever situation they're in. And that you would bless them. And that you, Lord, would be the one who guides and upholds them. And heals them. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so let's pray this prayer together following communion that will be on the screen. And so we say together, Lord of the harvest, with joy we have offered thanksgiving for your love in creation and have shared in the bread and the wine of the kingdom. By your grace, plant within us a reverence for all that you give us and make us generous and wise stewards of the good things we enjoy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's sing our final song and then we'll hear back from the children uh, and young people outside. So let's stand and sing a wonderful song, Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone. Let's stand and sing.
Children's leaders, Ian, do you want to share uh, what you've been doing? You've got a group today, haven't they? Wow, that's great. So do do come up. You can come up, children, if you like. Wave your flags at the front. That's fine. Uh, but we'd love to hear how you got on. Um, whether Ellie uh, wants to share with about the young people, I'm sure. But um, let's hear from the children. Come and tell us. Good morning, everyone. As it's Harvest Sunday, we sort of looked at the subject of food today in Children's Club. And we started off by playing a game where we had to work out if how many times words, uh, food-related words appeared in the Bible and if they appeared more or less than a 100 times. And we discovered, like bread and wine, they were over 250 times in the Bible whilst grapes only appeared 46 times. We then, did a, we then read a story about food, namely Jesus feeding the 5,000, and we sort of looked at the subject of why is food mentioned so many times in the Bible? And we came to lots of conclusions about, you know, food's there to help us, keep us alive, to sustain us, but it's also a way of God blessing us. And this Sunday is a time not just to say thank you to God for all the food he provides, but also so is at mealtimes as well. So the children wrote out a very simple grace to say just before every mealtime. Thank you.
and stuff. We'll have, we'll have a look at your prayers after service, children. Thank you so much. And so we're going to um, have a blessing as we finish our time together. Uh, there'll be tea, coffee, squash served, I think biscuits as well. As you go, do stay for a chat. PCC, remember we need a little meeting. Uh, we'll gather by the sound desk in about 10 minutes or so, please. That'd be wonderful. And so may God, who clothes the lilies of the f- lilies and feeds the birds of the sky, who leads the lambs to pasture and the deer to water, who multiplied loaves of fishes and changed water into wine, lead us, feed us, and multiply us, and change us to reflect the glory of our Creator, now and through all eternity. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and keep you now and always. Amen. Amen. Uh, it's only me walking out. Ursula's foot isn't doing so well, uh, but uh, bless her too. <laughs> <laughs>